0: Oh yeah, we we are going to start this bye week with a bang. Urban Meyer and MSU talking? Sure, why not? Let's entertain that. You are Locked On Spartans. Your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code Locked on College for $20 off of your first purchase. Spartan friends, Spartan family, Locked on Spartans. Listeners, thank you so much for kicking off your bye week with us here at Locked on Spartans. Your team in green and white five days a week, for better or for worse. We are here in the golden days. Yes, the fun times. Hopefully, this basketball season. And we're also here five days a week. Well, when this football season is just marching along here. But yes, if you want to ever want to reach out, locked on spartans at gmail.com is the best place to find us, or reach out on Twitter at shehan underscore sports. Now let's get into the show here because Alan Haller, the Athletic Director of your Michigan State University Spartans, he had a nice lawn statement today to the fan base over there at Michigan State. And I do like the way he started this out. He gave a shout out to the fans because, look, I think that goes a long way. Spartan fans have shown up in droves to Spartan Stadium during that homestand off of a 5-7 and season amidst the turmoil, everything going on there. But enough about us fans. He also gave a nod to the student athletes, the football players, you know, the kids that actually mean something in the grand scheme of all of this. But he also talks about this coaching search taking place. Now, this statement was a couple hundred, if not a couple thousand words, which could have just been boiled down to be patient. All right, everyone calm down because there's a lot of people out there that are just waiting for this hire to happen. Some people are like, well, let's get someone in here in the middle of October. And the fact of the matter is, as much as I would love to see that, it's not going to happen. Like no head coach is going to leave their team midway through a season. Or hey, even if it's someone that's not a head coach right now, it's still going to take a little bit of time here. There is one quote In Alan Haller's statement that I do want to point out here, quote, privacy is important to attract top caliber candidates, most of whom are involved in their own current seasons. I expect that you will hear a lot of names and rumors. While some are candidates, others will be resources for me as I go about my due diligence. Now, fascinating choice of words there when he says most of the candidates, most of whom are in the midst of their own season. So who are some candidates that might not be in the middle of a college football season? Well, Bob Stoops, I suppose. You know, the old Oklahoma coach. I've heard his name once. That might be one time too many. Uh, Dan Mullen, perhaps, is another name out there. He's not coaching right now. Or, hmm, is there a co-host on a Fox show called Big Noon Kickoff by the name of Urban Meyer that may be having chats with Michigan State. Yes, Alan, I know that you're calling for privacy. I know you're calling for patience here in this week's lawn, you know, news outlet bonanza uh, to get Michigan State's next head coach. We want privacy. We want patience. But I also wanted to watch a competitive football team this fall. We don't Always get what we want in life. So, yes, we are going to speculate. We will talk about every single candidate that pops up in the next few weeks here. So, sorry, Mr. Haller. We are going to talk about the Urban Meyer thing because it has been reported. It has been rumored. It has been sourced by the fine folks at On3, also 24-7 Sports, that, yeah, Urban Meyer and your Michigan State Spartans have been talking to each other. Now, before we go any further, I want to emphasize that right there. This is just the talking stage. This is just some conversations. All right, Mr. Meyer is not inside the walls of the Scandellers Football Center in East Lansing, Michigan right now, ironing out every minute detail possible in his contract. We are in the very, 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 very early stages here. But it is newsworthy when you are talking to a multi-time national championship coach and of course one that comes with a lot of baggage, but let's just get into it right now. Why does this make sense from the Michigan State side of things? Because yes, as polarizing as this is, just getting to the talking station of course makes sense. Again, this is a multi-time national title winner, one of the greatest coaches to ever do it in the college ranks. Think of what you will of him. Many of you have a very negative opinion on him, but what you can't dispute is that this man wins at collegiate football every single stop he has been at now why does this make sense for urban meyer on the other hand well needless to say after that little stint down in jacksonville florida he could probably use a reclamation project right here you know maybe something to end his career on a high note and not the low note that wasn't even a full season in jacksonville i'm also going to assume that yes maybe big noon kickoff is paying him a little bit of money I would fetch a guess that the 5 to 6 million dollar let's just call it for sake of conversation that Michigan State would give him per year is going to be a little better than what he would be getting at Big Noon Kickoff and who doesn't like more money and also well maybe this program just kind of makes sense for Urban Meyer it kind of is a turnkey program the new football facility still has the sticker on it okay you don't got to go around and gladhand a bunch of donors for a new football building That's already right there. It's got the new car smell on it still. You already see that Michigan State has the top, or not the top, a top assistant pool in the entire country. It's a good fan base. Top 20 revenue school in the country. Top 25 in attendance every single year. A lot of worse jobs out there. And I don't know how many top 20 jobs are going to be available for Mr. Urban Meyer, but hey, here's one right in the Midwest, right here in the Big Ten Conference. And, yes, a conference that is going to be booming in the next few years, if not decades, if not even longer than that. So, yes, reclamation projects happen all the time in college football. Just ask Bobby Petrino, who decided to have a nice motorcycle ride one evening with a staff member and then crashed And then, uh-oh, you weren't supposed to do that, Bobby. He still found his way back to the head coaching ranks, just like Hugh Freeze did. Of course, the old uh, what was it, the escort sand scandal? Uh, getting the escort services, uh, that, that was a pretty damning one. Still bounce back, he's back at Auburn after a road of remorse, just a total reclamation project. And then, well, yeah, just ask Brian Kelly if he's had a reclamation project. He never even lost his job after that poor kid uh passed away under his watch during that windy day in South Bend. So, yes, I know that there is a lot of baggage on Urban Meyer. That is not lost with me here, but we see it all the time in college football, and it's time to have a grown-up conversation. College football can be a pretty, pretty dirty game, right? But if you're winning, it makes the Reclamation Project a little easier to understand. Now, look, I understand being out on Urban Meyer. You know, I'm not some idiot. I'm not going to call you a prude or, hey, why don't you lighten up? Like, No, I do understand why Michigan State fans would not want Urban Meyer here. We all know the storylines, right? Whether it's the most recent ones of him at Jacksonville, where he reportedly kicked his kicker for not making field goals. Who knows if that was ever to be true or the whole Zach Smith saga. Go ahead and Wikipedia that if you want a good amount of baggage. Or, hey, just, you know, seen being with women a few decades younger than him that certainly aren't his wife at a bar. Uh, And I get that people are so sick of MSU being in the headlines for the wrong reasons. I get it. You want a clean coach here. And honestly, that is probably what is going to happen in the end. I would put this Urban Meyer thing at maybe a 15% chance of happening, personally. That That is where I would leave it at. But for all those headlines, why Michigan State is always in the news for the wrong reasons, well, I, in a weird way, maybe this is a sick way, that's kind of also maybe why I'm in here. All right, we're in the headlines for bad reasons all the time. Some for the reasons that Michigan State has brought upon themselves. I'm not going to say Michigan State doesn't deserve any bad headlines. I think last year's tunnel incident is probably a good example of, hey, a story that Michigan State kind of brought on themselves. Or if you want a more recent one, how about this whole Mel Tucker thing right now? That's been pretty nasty. But there are some cases where, hey, it's not always Michigan State's fault. And, yes, you can understand why there is maybe a vendetta against Michigan State. The best example that I always pull out is the 2018 headline from a local newspaper. It reads, Michigan State, Mark D'Antonio, and a Cloud of Sexual Assault. Now, in the story, they highlight four cases that happened under Mark D'Antonio's watch and because of this headline, as well as the ESPN piece where they put Mark D'Antonio and Tom Izzo side-by-side with Larry Nasser. You just get the headlines. You just get the pictures. Now everyone thinks that these people are monsters, but let's go back to that free press news story from 2018, where this cloud of sexual assault was over Mark D'Antonio. Again, four cases they pointed out. The first one, Mark D'Antonio kicked the player out of the program immediately. Okay. I don't know what else you want him to do other than that. Number two, the case was thrown out for lack of evidence and no evidence that could hold up in court. Okay. The third case, the the, the the accuser came forward 10 years after the incident happened. Now, I don't know if you want Mark D'Antonio to create a time machine, go back, solve the case himself, and kick the players out of the program. But, yeah, that's a hard spot to be in. And then the last case was the Keith Mumphrey situation where everything came out after his playing career. So I don't know how you want Mark D'Antonio to kick a player off the team when he's done playing in the first place. And, oh, by the way, turns out that Keith was reinstated into Michigan State. So... Yeah, just like four examples of that where Mark Antonio did everything he could have done or literally could not have done anything. So it's just headlines like that. So if we're going to be in the news for stuff like this, for better or for worse, for reasons that Michigan State has brought upon themselves or not, let's at least win some football games. I understand if people don't want to, again, you are free to have that opinion, and I 100% see where you're coming from. And you are just flat out a better person than I am. But hey, if Michigan State is going to be getting bad headlines either way, let's win some football here for a little bit. Why not? All right. We're going to be talking more about this Urban Meyer thing. I have some more points I need to get to. But first, let's talk about game time. That's right. The best ticketing app in the world. And yes, it's a bye week going on. But just because there's no college football going on in East Lansing doesn't mean you don't have to use the game time app. I mean, go for concerts, go for a theatrical performance, or hey, hockey season's about to ramp up. The Pistons are going to ramp up here pretty soon. Get all of your tickets on game time. It is the best ticketing app to use for a few reasons. Now, why do I love it? Because they give you an actual picture of your seats when you're shopping for your tickets. You don't have to guess of what your view is going to look like or, oh, am I going to be behind a pole? No, no, no. You get the actual picture and my favorite part Just two taps away, you get the tickets sent directly to your phone. You're not going to be fumbling through your email account when there's no service outside the stadium. They are just there on your phone. You will not believe how convenient GameTime makes it. So download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. That's all one word for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. That's all one word. For $20 off, download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Teed. All right. Let's get back into everyone's favorite topic here. The Urban Meyer debate. If you haven't figured it out by now, like I, I would be very open to it. No question about it. This man wins football games, but also we talked about all the baggage that comes with Urban Meyer and why in the wake of everything going on at MSU, I can see why people want nothing to do with it. Now, there are some things that actually on the field there are to consider as well. Like Urban Meyer, he has not coached during the transfer portal boom. He has not coached during the NIL era, officially. Who knows what happened at Florida or Ohio State, but at least legally, he has never been in the NIL arena. So you got that going on as well. And, well, it is a little easier to coach at Ohio State than it is to coach at Michigan State. Yes, this is a turnkey situation so to speak, with the football facility being brand new, with the money being there for assistant coaches, with the revenue being there for the school, being in the right conference. However, I don't know if you guys have caught any Michigan State games this year, but, uh, yeah, the, the actual product on the field does need to change a little bit. So, yes, he inherited good situations, so to speak. You know, it could have been a lot worse at Florida or Ohio State. This would be tough, very tough to build Michigan State back up, even with everything that he's given. So, I think there are those things to consider. With that said, I'm still on board for the Urban Meyer because I think it's a very high risk and a very high reward. The reward that you're going to be at the top of the Big Ten in no time, just like that. You're going to be in the upper third of this mega conference here in a hot second. All right. Needless to say, that's the reward. Now the risk, Michigan State falters on the field. They're in the headlines for all the wrong reasons. And boy, doesn't that just seem like what we're already doing. So, like, what's the point? Let's just keep (laughs) keep on rolling the dice. I, I do like the upside of the risk versus reward here. And good friend, Justin Spiro, he tweeted out, simple question on Twitter that we are going to reference as well, just in case you think you're in the minority or the majority of this conversation He writes on Twitter, hey, hire Urban Meyer, yes or no. And after 1,600 votes in just three hours, 67% say yes, 32% say no. So, hey, if you're in the minority... It's actually not that much. It's about a two-thirds to a one-third split there. So if you want a peace of mind before you go to bed tonight, there it is right there. So we're going to move it along here to the mailbag. And actually, David wants to keep the Urban Meyer conversation going here. He says, hey, Matt, love the show. and love the honesty and insight you've brought during this truly awful time in my Michigan State fanhood. David, really do appreciate those kind words. Thanks a lot, my man. It has been a miserable fall. <laughs> a miserable fall so far. Um, he said, I wanted to say how frustrated I've become with the Urban Meyer to MSU narrative over on Twitter. Well, uh-oh. uh oh. Putting the championships and scandals aside, I think this could prove to be divisive amongst the fans. I'm going to take a break from reading here. That is 100% the case. No one just has like a eh, opinion on Urban Meyer. Like they either want him in East Lansing tomorrow. Or they want to bring him to East Lansing to, well, execute him. They, they want absolutely nothing to do with him. So, yeah, it is very, very lopsided here as far as passion goes. All right, back to the email. There's a faction of fans on Twitter really pushing this Meyer narrative. And while it might all be facetious, I think there are lots of fans earnestly hoping that, uh, sorry, hopping on the Meyer bandwagon. We all know the chances of him coming to MSU are probably less than 1%. And we're setting ourselves up for disappointment when we eventually name a really solid new head coach like an Elko or a Dicker. Do you think pining for Meyer is healthy long term for the fan base? Thanks, go green. I think by the time the hire is made, which I do think it will be an Elko. Or Dickert or, hey, fingers crossed, Jonathan Smith, in my opinion. I do think the Urban Meyer thing is maybe like a 10% shot, which is still not great odds. But I don't think it's going to matter long term, honestly, because, look, this is just where we're at right now. And this is why the Urban Meyer thing is so hot on Twitter, on the message boards, in your conversation with other fans. It's because it's October 2nd right now. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the diehard state fans that absolutely bleed positive green, but the season is already over. I I mean, we are walking through a lost season and there are two more months left. So what's the only thing we really get to look forward to other than a road game at Rutgers or, Hey, seeing if we could beat Nebraska at home, it is this new head coach because things are really not going well here. And so what's the best thing that we could look forward to the future. What's in that future, a new coach. So, Yes, it may seem a little ridiculous right now we're doing this Urban Meyer thing, but by the time late November rolls around and the Urban Meyer stuff has been squashed by that point, I don't think it's going to matter. The fan base will come together again. It's just a very, very passionate time right now. A lot of high temperatures in the room right now, so that is fanning a lot of flames in this fan base. So, yes. It sucks right now. I'm sure I'll have a lot of people agreeing with me, but I'll have some people saying, uh, you're an idiot. I'm never watching this show ever again. How could you even think that Irvin Meyer belongs on campus? But yeah, it is very divisive, but I think in due time, We'll all come together as one big, happy Spartan family. We always do. Come on. We're all great people here. So, no, it, it's a great point, David, because it's uh, <laughs> it's getting a little hot in here, isn't it? All right. Now, we're going to move it away from the Urban Meyer conversation right now. Robbie says, love the podcast. Well, I love you, Robbie. Thank you very much. Should you stop using keep chopping? My two cents is yes, he's gone or will be. And that was a phrase directly related to him. Just a thought. Keep up the good work. Um, unfortunately... I cannot physically stop myself from using keep chopping. And also, unfortunately I can't stop using it because like the last few years, even before this Mel Tucker thing even started, I've been using it sarcastically. I don't know how much of you remember last year. My guess is a lot of you remember last year, but man, like every single time there was a stupid penalty or a drop pass or just something that wasn't going right. You could always count on that guy on the sideline doing the keep chopping. So whenever something bad is happening over here, I always say keep chopping and, Now I just think it's funny, and now I can't stop, even though nothing is funny about it. But I guess sometimes you just got to laugh to keep yourself from crying here. All right, this is going really well so far. Mr. J writes in. Now, this is a question on a lot of people's minds right now. love this question. Somewhat serious question. I don't even think you need the somewhat in front of that. Anyway, somewhat serious question. What is the positive to keeping uh, Jay Johnson and the special teams coach at this point? I feel like at this point, uh, they may be a net negative to the organization and are stealing money. They're absolutely 100% stealing money. There's no question about that. I mean, God, just look at the product here that's going on on the field. But the real answer is why you can't fire these guys. As upset as you guys are about the coaching staff as I am, like, this does have to be about the kids at some point. This has been a tumultuous season with a lot of turbulence right now. They just saw their head coach go bye-bye under pretty bad circumstances, a lot of scandalous circumstances, like for all the wrong reasons. We all know the story by now. It's got to be really hard to be a player right now in that locker room with that going on. You take away their coordinator after that, That just makes a really tough situation even harder for these kids. So, yes, I know that on the field, play calling, development, it ain't looking too great out there for our Spartans, is it? I mean, I'll I'll let you answer that question for yourself here. But maybe behind closed doors, this does give these kids some stability, that all they at least can count on this coach to be here week in and week out. Again, I, I think it's a lost season already. I don't even know if firing either of these guys will do anything. It's going to be a really hard end of the season to get to a bowl game. You got to beat Minnesota. You got to beat Nebraska. You got to beat Indiana. You got to beat Rutgers. Those are your forgettable games there. I, I don't know if hiring or firing is going to help sweep those four games to get to a bowl game. So, which by the way, three of those also on the road as well. Yay, woohoo, great. Two more months of the season. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, hey, we're going to be back here in a hot segment. First, just need to talk your ear off about the best shorts in the game. It is bird dog shorts. I'm actually wearing my bird dogs right now. was chasing my kid around in the backyard, working on my golf swing, doing some yard work, went to the grocery store. I do it all, and I do it all in my bird dogs, most versatile shorts in the game game and they're just so comfortable too you got the ones with the liner on the inside it's like a compression short but with just the right amount of snugness like these are not cutting off circulation each which way and that they are just absolutely hugging you in the right places all the right ways so what are you waiting for go to birddogs.com locked on college and enter promo code locked on college at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order versatile comfortable and they are made for you. So again, that's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free water bottle at checkout. You will not want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, back, just diving headfirst into this mailbag here. And thank you guys so much for giving us a watch right now. We're trying a a lot more live YouTube shows right now, or if you're listening on the podcast, thanks a lot as well. Uh, This one is from Papa Dog. Always coming in with good emails here. We gave away two games. We should win four more. Now, that's the optimism that a lot of you are looking for right there. Papa Dog is guiding you to the light right here. With that being said, will we win another game? Oh, boy, that took a quick turn. I will be going to the Michigan and Nebraska games. God bless you. Uh, I expect a split in those. We are capable of beating Michigan and losing to Nebraska, LOL. Like my golfing, I no longer worry about the final score. I just want a few good plays. Papa Dog says, go green. Um, I, I I commend you for typing out the sentence, we are capable of beating Michigan. Uh, oh, wow. If they beat Michigan, I will I will go to jail that night. And that's, that's a promise. I, I will be arrested and on local news for acting a fool if Harlan Barnett and the boys can beat the Michigan Wolverines. But will we win another game? The over-under's got to be one and a half, right? I mean, I'm so sorry to be this negative, but, man, even when everything is in front of them like it was on Saturday, starting quarterback gets hurt, it's their backup. The other team's offensive coordinator is Brian Ferentz's kid. Like, Iowa had no reason to win that game, and yet Michigan State still loses that game by double digits. Unbelievable. So, no, even when everything is just laid out in front of them to win, do I think they could win more than one and a half games? Uh, Yeah, sure. Why not? We're going to be positive today. I think they will beat Minnesota on the road, and they will win that Nebraska game as well. How about that? There we go. Bob writes in, any thoughts on Gus Malzahn? Top five offense in the country, top 30 recruiting class with nine four-stars in 2024, and has two four-stars in 2025. Never had a losing season and knows big in-state rivalries. Uh, Has been a national championship game. 37 years old, so could lock him up for his last job. I am a little surprised that his name has not popped up. I am going to be honest. And I don't think that he will be a legitimate candidate. I mean, like that's not someone that you've been hearing about, but I am interested that no one has said his name because believe me, I've heard a lot of terrible names here um, in the last few weeks. I'm sure you guys have as well, but yeah, Gus Malzahn is not one that I've heard, but like if, out of if out of nowhere popped out of the blue that he's going to be in the driver's seat for this MSU job, I don't know if I necessarily hate that actually. I mean, same for the reasons that I wouldn't mind a Lance Leopold, for example, right? Like, yes, he's older, kind of like how Lance is approaching 60 years old. Gus is 57. I don't mind the guy just coming in here and stabilizing the program for about five to seven years. And Gus Malzahn, by way of, just like you mentioned, Bob, recruiting, I mean, he's got UCF in the top 25 over there. I mean, yeah, like you, you can trust Gus Malzahn. Now, again, I don't think he's going to be part of the equation here. But, yeah, uh, and also just for contract purposes, sorry, I did write down this note. He's only making like $2 million a year, something like that. So Michigan State could definitely jump that if they want to. But yeah, that, that's a name that has uh, not been on the board. So uh, there we go. Uh, Alex writes in basketball question Why do you think standing reach stat is not more commonly used? Now, what Alex means is that, like, hey, let's say that I'm a robust five foot nine. When I stretch my hands over my head, I'm like five foot 10, basically. I got a very short wingspan. But why isn't standing reach used more commonly? That's a really good question. Um, and he also writes in, I feel like the stat is more important than height, especially in pregame matchup reports often shown on TV. Would you like to see the stat replaced or be added to normal stats shown? I think wingspan 100% should be just in like a normal roster or a box score or a program, whatever information you get before a game. Yeah, I mean, I love a player with some wingspan. I mean, that's why I love Trey Holloman. I mean, that guy, or God, I mean, Matty Sissoko as well. Like He ego stretch sideline to sideline just with this anyway. Um one other stat, I'm gonna go off on a big tangent here. One other stat that is not used a lot that I would love to see used more. I'm gonna jump sports back to football here is air yards. You know, not passing yards where you can just like throw a screen, the guy scampers for 50 yards and you are credited with 50 passing yards. I think air yards should be more mainstream and that's starting to get a little bit of traction. Some people laugh it off but no like I think that's a legitimate thing. Like if you throw a 12 yard post route that's 12 yards like that's more impressive than just dumping off a tight end screen pass. Anyway, again, I'm rambling. We're going off on tangents here now to take us home. Zeke's fan page, who always has fantastic questions for the mailbag. He writes in a three pack of question here. Question number one. What do you do when you're bored at work? Uh Wordle which only takes me so long on my streak right now is 305. Thank you for not asking, but I'm going to tell you anyway, that's right. We are rolling in Wordle right now. The next question, what would be your first three plays if you were an offensive coordinator on game day? Well, uh, I would start with the halfback pitch, you know, like a nice outside run, just, you know, sweep to the outside. I would appreciate that. That play always worked for me in Madden, especially with Sean Alexander. Uh, And then I would do a tight end tunnel screen. All right, there's nothing sexier in football than a nice tight end tunnel screen. And then the third play I would run if we haven't already found the end zone by then, the wheel route, the tried and true wheel route. Try to run a wheel route and have it not go for at least 40 yards or in the end zone every single time. So, yes, if Jay Johnson does get canned after this next game against Rutgers, you can count those being the three scripted plays and just over. And over and over and over again. And then the last question: Should Zeke the Wonder Dog have an alternate logo for uniforms? Why not? Absolutely, I would love a Zeke the Zeke the Wonder Dog helmet. That'd be absolutely fantastic. Like cartoon dog on one side, Gruff Sparty on the other side. Why not? I mean, let's, let's jazz it up here this season. Let's let's start getting to the headlines for fun reasons, you know, not for reasons that we have been the last few weeks. All right, guys, you guys are the best. I truly love every single one of you. Uh, thanks for just entertaining this Urban Meyer conversation. Again, will it happen? Almost probably not, but yeah, both these sides have to talk to each other just to see what the other one's feeling. And also, also, and this, this might be just little, because I'm a skeptic. This also might be getting out there into the media just to get a temperature check on everything, right? Just to see what the fans feel about this or more importantly, what the donors feel about this as well. So Do I think this was a mistake that the Urban Meyer rumor started percolating today on Monday? Not necessarily. I think that uh, Mr. Alan Haller maybe wanted to do a temperature check out there. You know, it is a beautiful day outside in East Lansing. It's 85. It's sunny. Let's see if it's even warmer over there in Urban Meyer's family room. So, yeah, fun times. When will it end? No one knows. But, hey. Just like Alan Haller said, be patient. Let's treat this with privacy, but we will not do that here at Locked on Spartans. We will be talking nonstop about this coaching search until it wraps up. But until then, gang, love you all. Keep it real. Go green.